Not Exactly Radio back at you again. Last one of the Riot Fest series. I'm glad you're very enthused, Tony. Thank you for yawning. Mm. <laughs> it's, early. It is, it's early. We're sweaty. Um, late nights. I'm sweaty. Mm. Um, yeah, very late nights. We mm. did a lot of cool things recently. But we're doing this one last Riot Fest series episode with me, your host, Benny K, and Tony Just Tony. Tony Just Tony. <laughs> With you again, mm-hmm. and always, mm-hmm. not maybe not always, but not Kevin, always. most of the time. Ke- most of the time, Kevin is here. In, in Good our, portion. In our hearts. In our hearts, he's always oh. here, 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Kevin Gesme joining us for the last Riot Fest series, and then he can take a break if he wants to. I don't know. We're going to talk about Slipknot next. You want to join? Yeah. Get him out of here. Get, Get him out of here. No, we're going to have like three other dudes in here, so you're not, you're not going to be here. You're, you're, re- you're being replaced <laughs> with three dudes. <laughs> three dudes. <sighs> You know, that actually warms my heart a little bit that it would take so many people <laughs> to replace the void that I would leave. It's Devontae Adams on Sunday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jeez. Or he just Three counts dudes. his defenders. Yeah. It's so so awesome. Uh, all right, anyway, so back at it. Riot Fest series, one last one. We're checking we're checking we're gonna be diving in a little bit to Block Party. They had a live album played there. They had Silent Alarm. Uh, I actually did not catch that show. I was watching. What the hell was I watching at that time? When uh, the block Slayer. I was watching Live Slayer. Live Sex Acts. That was... Live Sex... <laughs> yep, that's all I was watching. <laughs> I Live. mean, the guitar masturbation mm-hmm. and some of Slayer songs. Ha! Uh, yeah, you're right. It's not, not too far off. You're right. I mean, you're not wrong. Did you see that picture? What picture? From the Riot Fest official account, that Slayer picture. or The badass one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the one that you, t- you, it's, one you t- retreated. It's just one of the best photos concert photos ever that looked awesome it was pretty that cool looked like a movie yeah it was badass they had a lot of cool things pyro and stuff anyways we're not talking about slayer right now we'll get to that in a second we're going to do a little riot fest recap as well if you didn't watch the video please watch the video i will post it again uh on our shit because riot fest is great but yeah we're still the album horrors so yeah. might as yeah. well talk about an album before we talk about a show yeah so let's get into block party kevin you want to give us a skinny on this one the debut of the indie post-punk UK band straight out of London was recorded in the mid-2004 and released in February of 2005, peaking at number three on the UK charts. Ooh. Oh. They love their hometown heroes there. Uh, only 114th here on the US Billboard, uh, but it got to the top ten for the okay. indie uh, album chart. It's a lot better. Uh, singles from the album include So Here We Are slash Positive Tension, Banquet, Pioneers, Two More Years, and everyone's favorite guitar hero cut from the album, uh, Helicopter. Very cool. Didn't uh, know it was on a guitar hero. I haven't played that in years. So, you said UK, they're hometown heroes. I was under the impression the UK was imperialist trash. Uh, yes. But, <laughs> uh, they... They hail for for, for the the entire post punk garage rock revival. If you were from uh, England or Scotland, they turned out here in the mid two thousands uh, for your band to turn you into at least briefly a uh, top of the charts. Do we uh, or top of the pops as the what are the nationalities of this group? Are they British or they're they... British? Yes. Okay. Uh, Unfortunately, I know only Kelly's uh, name as the lead singer because he's lead singer, lead songwriter, lead lyricist. Like, it's effectively his band. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, to the point where I saw them live, they had a completely different rhythm section from when they recorded oh, really? uh, this album back in the 2000s. Yep. Uh, 
All right, so Sorry, that's, a, a, that's a skinny sidebar. Uh, um, well, you didn't. Give I mean, the we can run. We can. We can. We can <laughs> do, do a right little. Now. Little. What uh, is Black Party known for? Uh, Black Party is known for <coughs> like the middle ground of uh, the dance clubs and the like real garage rockers of the UK scene. Uh, their sound kind of lands somewhere in between LCD Sound System and the Libertines. Uh, two of the bands on either side of the pond that they kind of attach themselves to to rise them up through uh, the ranks and whatnot, especially the Libertines over in the UK. They uh, opened for them a couple times and just turned them into the indie rock darlings that they were over there. Uh, lyrically, the songs are dark, but with uplifting melodies, so kind of like a, another band that headlined there during Riot Fest and the Funny Lips. Uh, oh, yeah. Which it, I can't wait to talk it, about because you had a great uh, time. It was life-changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this album was pretty great live, too. Uh, but it looks into mundane and normality of people's lives. Uh, tracks like Pioneers, Price of Gas, Helicopter also addressed the political tensions at the time. Uh, Kelly O'Karake described the final version of Silent Alarm as technicolor due to the stylistic choices that they made on it for both sound and lyrics. That's interesting. So that's kind of a crazy way of uh, looking at technicolor. Um, yeah, uh, I, I I get it. Um, when you were going over the tracks in it sounds like it sounds awesome on a stereo system versus like mono uh, i think this is meant to be played in stereo it sounds very good um you get all the different elements that are going on because mm-hmm. it's a very percussive band so if mm-hmm. uh you don't have that audio system that gets past that you do end up missing a lot of the layers of the right. guitar, the guitar track layers 100%. and stuff like that I was going to say, because I, I had listened to this album at work, and usually I only can have one, like, earpiece but, in, so yeah. I'm like, so I'm listening to it at work, but I remember listening, to, when I was bartending, um, the dudes that owned the place would have a block party playlist going, <laughs> and then, like, it was like a ra- block party radio or whatever, so it's like, I just sure. like them. But then, like, several of these songs were on there, and it just sounded like fucking, boom, it was great. So comparing, what Tony said, comparing that to listening to one, yeah. one headphone uh, did not work out so well. They were able to outnoise Slayer uh, at the festival. Really? When they were playing. When they were playing, when they stopped playing, you could hear Slayer like you were standing right next to the stage. That's mm. how fucking loud Slayer was. <laughs> uh, but they definitely <laughs> they came through live, and uh, yeah, 100% agree. Uh, it's one of the few bands that at the time was still making use of like channel phasing as opposed to just being the wall of sound, which was getting to the height of its popularity of, mm. during that time. Yeah. And then Slayer, you know. And then, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, it sounds really rich if you have the system to listen to it. I like That's what I like a lot. Do right, you want to get in the tracks a little bit here? Sure. So uh, they played it backwards. They played it backwards. Right. Uh, thing about this album is it's very top-heavy, front-loaded in terms of the jammier tunes. Yeah, they, yeah. They back-load it uh, with some of the quieter songs, as I like to call them. Uh, England, for whatever reason, has bands that are very good at making rainy day tunes, where you're just, you know, 
walled up, staring solemnly out the window as the rain well, slowly trickles onto. I mean that when that's uh, all that happens in England. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say uh, their first five songs, uh, compliments, plans, Luno. So here we are, and little thoughts uh, all fit into that. Luno's a little bit more upbeat, but the band really didn't get into it until they got to Price of Gas. Okay. That's when you feel like it started going up a little bit as far as energy? As energy in the crowd, energy yeah. on stage. Uh, for describing the album as being technicolor, they didn't really have like a whole bunch of light show going on mm -hmm. uh, because the album cover is white with a little bit of black tree line there. Uh, all they had was just different colors throwing up on uh, that album cover it was it was a little stripped down but see I wonder when they say that this album was like Technicolor do they mean like the sound is like comparable to Technicolor like if you thought of Technicolor as a sound it would be this that's what I was thinking uh, kind of like when if the white stripes are Dorothy when she's still in Kansas all sepia tone and whatnot <laughs> when she opens the door to Oz that's the sound that this album mm. uh Reflects. I like is how the it, white stripes are the. Well, the black. because <laughs> at, at the same time, I think around 2004 is when either White Blood Cells or Elephant came out, okay. and uh, that out both of those albums are arguably the White Stripes' best, and also some of the more uh, stripped down stuff. And it's kind of funny that I mean, not to go all deep into White Stripes or anything, but like. They are kind of like black and white, except their colors are, you know, red, red and white. white. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, all right, so so it picked up during Pioneers. Um, price of Gas. Sorry, Price of Gas. Sorry, Price of yeah. Gas. Uh, and then keep on going that way. Uh, yeah, then we moved into Pioneers and uh, a great song about, like, if I had to describe the song, it's... Uh, a Levi Jeans commercial. Price of Gas? Uh, oh, sorry, Pioneers? Pioneers? God, yes. I am lost. I'm sorry. God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pioneers. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm caught up now. It's definitely one of those, like, young, rebellious youth go out and do things and change the world. Stop waiting for action. And, like, I can just see, like, whatever brand is trying to be sold using that as, like, <laughs> their commercial song. Just see an image of Brett Favre in there. Where, <laughs> just Wranglers. Wranglers. <laughs> you know, we're not on the farm. We're just a bunch of pioneers out there. <laughs> Cue the chorus. Cue the chorus. My <laughs> God. Brett Favre throws a football and then sends a dick pic. But anyways, uh, <laughs> now, um, before the show started, we were talking about This Modern Love. And I know, this, I, I, I know like, three songs in this album here like that I can think of like right off the bat. And This Modern Love is one of them. And when I heard it, I thought of uh, the band We Were Promised Jetpacks. And uh, I asked Kevin, I'm like, oh, you know who they are, right? And you're like, no. Not and that, like, that fucking blew my mind because I'm like, <laughs> they're, I'm pretty sure they're from Ireland and they sound like this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Kevin, this is extremely your shit. And like, the more I thought about it, the more like I got m angrier. <laughs> I got angrier with you because I'm like, Kevin, you should know who this band is. Like, why don't you? Because, like, I feel like you'd be sporting a t-shirt of theirs or something. I could see it. I'll, I'll have to... Kevin, I'm still getting mad now. <laughs> uh, it's going to make you even better when you find out that this is probably my favorite song off the album. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, Kevin. Know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> know who we were promised Jackpacks are. 
You would love them! Uh... Kevin! Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'll settle down. I'll settle down. Anyways, this Modern Love, it's like the your favorite song in this album? Yeah. Uh, Fuck you, it's, Kevin. it's really sweet. Uh, it is really cool. It reminds me of uh, the kind of song that you would be uh, cuddling with your significant other on the way back home from a night out at the clubs and bars on some public transportation. The way that you kind of hole into the corner of like a bus or, in their case, the tubes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, we were promised jetpacks is like when you get home from that club, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Can I, okay, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, and I know this song has more to do with uh, the kind of distance distance uh, between two people who can still be in love uh, and the way that you're able to connect being the modernity times mm -hmm. of, like, you've got all of the internet things of social media and telephone and webcams that uh, being able to stay in a relationship long distance is something that's more achievable in this techno age. Uh, yeah. But that's that's what I was when I what it describes is different from how I imagine it being used in like a soundtrack for a movie. I like that. Alright. Continue moving on there. I uh, moved into She's Hearing Voices. Mm -hmm. Uh one of the more personal songs. They're all pretty personal songs for Kelly, but this one is uh, one specifically about one of his friends that uh, suffered from... Uh, uh, Schizophrenia? That's it. I was blanking on the really big psychological word there. That's all right. As I drop another one. Uh, psychological. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one... Uh, brought it down a little bit again. It's not one of the more popular songs on the album. From here on out, the crowd was yeah. just insane. So you got the heavy hitters coming up. Yeah. Uh, Blue Light, I popped out of the uh, bit of the crowd I was standing in to go meet up with my cousins. Yeah. Uh, just because this one is the slowest before it really gets into the bangers again. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a nice little song. Blue Light. Uh, nice. Something that. You could play for a uh, uh, wedding dance if you're this type of people back in this day and age. Yeah, yeah. Back in this day and age. It wasn't that far <laughs> Ten ago. Ten years ago. That's so long ago. Yeah, I was 15. That's Ooh. even longer. I know. God damn it. I cringe a little bit saying that. Uh, we ramp it back up to Banquet. Banquet. First song I ever heard from Block Party. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great way to be introduced to the band. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much the rest of their music sounds like this song copy and pasted which hurts their later releases in my opinion but uh, it's it's such a great fucking song yeah Tony? Um, about to say something? no as I've, as I've, I was gonna say as I've been hogging the podcast no no hello welcome to we're the... just going to through the whole thing now let's, let's hit it let's take this home yeah let's do it Positive tension. Positive tension. Uh, didn't really understand how this one got to be the first single off the track, but I could see this being a nice, solid third or fourth single. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Helicopter's so obvious just because it's opening enough. Right. <laughs> it, you hear it and you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we know this is about to go fucking off. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't let me blow your minds with this, but the first time I heard this, I didn't know it was called this. I thought it sounded... Like, like a, a helicopter. helicopter. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, it's it's weird that I can I did a lot of digging on the internet. I couldn't really find why it's called helicopter. Yeah. Uh, I did notice that a lot of people thought that this was about specifically George Bush, and it's a little more oh, yeah, broad. Uh, than that, just uh, the kind of his feelings about how America was at that time and how the UK was reacting to that time, because uh, that was like right as we were about to go into Iraq, mm-hmm. uh, and then also his feelings. Oh, I need water. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! Oh, I died. God. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, I'll get you something. Uh, in a yeah, it, it's probably the most forthright political song on the album. I don't know why this reminded me, but this reminded me of this one time at like uh, some sort of rally of some sort. Uh, this interviewer was going around, um, and this one uh, person was like, Obama did 9-11, and he mm-hmm. wasn't in office at that time. Like He was like, did you know that... President Obama wasn't at the White House when this was all going down. Yeah, I remember. And that. he's just like, I'd like to get to the bottom of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it was 2001. Yeah. Wait seven years before you actually see him. Anyways, that's my whole thought of it. Um, and then, last song, Like Eating Ass. I mean, last, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Shout out to Yelich. <laughs> Shout out to Yelich. Uh, only know him because... You know, he he doesn't uh, eat ass during noon. You know, is that what he, he said? Is, I was like, I didn't how, understand what how, that meant. That's how oh. he understood that. Uh, he he pointed out that that's how he knew it wasn't him in the video is because it looked. There like is a video there. out there of a man that looks a lot like Christian Yelich eating a booty. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that's my MVP. <laughs> <laughs> it's old. Like, it was when he was in a Miami Marlin, but it recently, like, resurfaced in the sense that people just remember you remembered. And it wasn't him? He claims it was not. He brought the guy that it was, apparently, oh. to, like, the Marlins field, and they, like, let him do batting practice and stuff and had a fun thing of it. But <laughs> I, it also could have just been a fall guy. <laughs> could have been. Because that guy did not look that much like Yelich compared to the guy in the video well, eating ass. At the same time. I and, mean, like, why wouldn't you? And like Kevin said, his defense was... <laughs> you know, I do it, but not during that time of day. Yeah. I was uh, like, why wouldn't you just, you know, so, just claim yeah, be like, no, yeah, that was me. That would make me like him more. But anyway, so like eating ass, uh, they closed with it. I w- they closed with it, and it was a great closer, but I was kind of really hoping that, because it's also a great leading off track, like probably the best one on the album to kick off the album. Yeah. It, it's so good. I, it immediately makes me turn the stereo to 11, and mm-hmm. uh, just riding out, blowing out eardrums from that and out. Nice. Like, oh, it's, it's so good. Good. Well, that was Block Party. I'm glad they did that live. Let's move this, sir. I want to move this. I want to look at the. want to timekeeper here. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Cool. All right. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's give you guys about 20 minutes. Okay. We're Talk gonna, about Ryan Fest. Yeah. All right. Um. So right away, we'll get it out of the way. Favorite set, Kevin. Flaming Lips playing Yoshimi battles the pink robots in its entirety. All right. Which and they didn't do, but they didn't. The they didn't play it's summertime oh, or yeah, they missed a couple the songs. Uh, last track of approaching Pavanas Mons, but they did do a cover of uh, Daniel Johnson's song 
because he had oh, just yeah. passed away a couple of days before oh, yeah. the set, mm-hmm. and that was such a beautiful rendition of that song. I wish I had what it was called. It's like "Love Will Always Find You" or something like mm-hmm. that. That's right. Uh, and uh, it w- it was so perfect. I was okay missing "It's Summertime" for that one to be played instead. It was so fucking good. And I'm guessing the top moment was probably them playing "Do You Realize" live. Yes. He <laughs> told yes. me several times during the set. He's like. Please record a video <laughs> of Do You Realize? And I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it for sure. And he's like, hey, it's coming up. Can you please record the video? <laughs> and we were still like four songs away. And then like it was like a song away. He's like, hey, do you have your camera ready for Do You Realize? It's about to happen. Well, I need like, to make sure. I know. I got, I'm like, Kevin, I know. And then like it happened. He's like, hey, it's happening. You want to get the video going? Go, get going. Tap me on the show. I'm like, Kevin, I fucking know. I'm right here. Oh, Kevin. Yeah, he had a good time for playing lists. It was so fucking good. I might have had a little too many beers at that (laughs) point in the day. No Uh, way. People kept giving them to me. I didn't know what to do with them but drink them. Yeah, that's true. I remember, like, there was a point where, like, Kevin and I were in the beginning of our day one video, and it was just fine. He had a couple beers. And then I had a beer, too. And then I, like, I think we split up a little bit, and then we came back together, and he was fucking wasted for H2O. 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 Hammered, man. He's like, Ben, remember that time we were in a band and we covered this song? We gotta be there. And I'm like, all right, Kevin. All right, we'll go. Don't worry, Kevin. <laughs> good, good, Kevin. All right, this and your favorite. Um, I'm gonna give it to this prestigious, <laughs> this prestigious title. This, I'm gonna give it to. Oh gosh, I really enjoyed Manchester Orchestra uh, on Saturday. Um, wow, an yeah. upset. That was, that was one of the ones I missed. An yeah. upset. You were you were watching. I don't know who you were watching at the time. Uh, Rise Against, Wu Tang Clan, or Andrew WK. Uh, yeah, it was Rise Against. Rise of the Struts. Okay. Now, was Manchester like one that you were going to make sure to catch, or was yeah. this a. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That was one I was going to catch. Um, I remember hearing a lot of songs that I liked, and then a lot of the newer stuff that I didn't really like. They played it, and it was still really good. Um, and the visually. Yeah, and they, so why is this the winner? Because I feel like, for me. I could, I could go in several different directions. I feel like I was more familiar with this band than a lot of the bands that I saw that whole weekend. Uh, and really? They really, said, yeah. I think, yeah, I think so. This is me being surprised that he's you guys never talked about this band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I listen to Manchester Orchestra. Because, um, like, I mean, I would have known the Violent Femmes. I would have known, well, I, I, I knew Blink-182. Oh, man, that was such a bummer of a set. Because I heard, yeah, the wind fucked that up. So what the happened? din of the crowd was just louder than anything coming off of the Violent Femme stage. Oh, we shit. were there for maybe like two or three songs, and you could barely hear them. They, mm. Unless you were straining to listen to them, you just couldn't hear the <coughs> band. Um, yes, for Manchester Orchestra, they sounded exactly how they sounded on their albums, and I thought that was really well done. Um, and their energy was really good, too. I liked it a lot. Because they, they kept it simple, like they didn't have to do anything in between too many songs. They just like kept going with their music, and uh, it was really fucking cool. Hmm. Watch that live. What, what what did you guys expect me to pick? Well, I don't know. Just <laughs> one <laughs> one I actually don't know. The one ones we actually discussed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Sorry. Uh, Avail was a close second though, because Avail. I would have thought maybe the Against Me albums. That uh, was oh yeah, that was also really good too. <laughs> um, but I I felt. I think it's because like what I was doing for Against Me, and uh, I was I was trying to get video and everything uh, for the thing uh, for the little video that we have on YouTube, and I don't know what 
I'm not, this is nothing against against me or anything, but there was a dude in front of me, like, I was taking a video of Black Meow, and all of a sudden he was stretching, and his hand just went in front, oh, no. I'm like, you son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> and that, like, I didn't want to, that didn't ruin anything, like, against me still, had a, that was fucking a great, great thing, um, but I still, I, I give it to the Manchester Orchestra. Um, alright, so which one do you regret missing? Because there's always sacrifices That's to be made. True. What what you sacrifice and what you would um, have uh, would have uh, wanted to see the manager about switching around. Uh, <laughs> I have two. Uh, Wu Tang. I heard that because uh, Young Dirty Bastard is now just I guess a regular touring member. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Cool. So ODB's kid is on uh, tour with them, and apparently, like they just didn't cut short. Uh, any of the songs this time around like they did when they played the album and it, uh, they played 36 Chambers in its entirety like two years ago three years ago and whenever they got to ODB's part in <coughs> any of the songs they just either did like stop the song or uh, skipped it in entirety so uh, ah, that's okay. apparently he's like the spark plug that the band needed to re-energize their live shows because apparently it was just fucking amazing and then the Ergs. Uh, apparently, yeah. just nobody was over at that stage, and they just tore the fucking roof off the thing. Damn, that's Sunday, yeah, Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday night, yeah. Uh, like Ween a, played during like a whole bunch of people that I wanted. Ween to played see. two hours. It was, <laughs> it was still so fucking good. Was it good? Yes, it was okay. great. Because I was at the Rackham tours at that time. Anything for you? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, Who are you seeing the manager for? I am seeing the manager for uh, Lando Chill. I think I was seeing the Who at that time, and uh, who is Lando Chill? Is uh, they, or are they related to Lakes? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a nice, uh, cool rap group that I heard um, every once, like every a couple songs of theirs, and I thought they were really cool. And I I'll heard that live show was amazing. Check it out. Um, also, oh, I should have said Dracula's. That was a good show too. But anyways, um, I know you didn't like them. Uh, I didn't get to see them. Oh no! Maybe it was, oh no! No, it was. Oh, it was Aaron. Aaron didn't like them. Oh no! It was, but they were super cool. I thought they <laughs> they've got like a very nice Lillington's vibe. Is what I caught off of the songs was, I was listening on to the album. I just remember I convinced Chris Davis to come with me to go see Dracula because I'm like, oh, there's nothing else going on, and let's go over there. Uh, so I think I was getting food at the time. Yes. There, I was watching. Chris looks else. like he'd be into a band named Dracula. As he fits. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told him like I think it's more like a punk vibe, and I know that's not really your deal or anything, but like, uh, let's go over there and check it out. And then uh, so the set starts, and then this guy comes out and he's just yelling, "Dracula's!" <laughs> Dracula's! He's just doing it over and over again. I'm like, what the fuck is... I thought it was a recording, and then it's like, Dracula's! And then they start playing a song, and then he's just like... After the song's done, he's just like, Dracula's! And he kept going. On stage, just fucking all once in a while. He's like, keep my name in your mouth! They have a song called Keep My Name in Your Mouth or something like that, so then he kept saying Dracula's again. And then just the side stuff in between there... uh, Okay, that was my biggest, like, surprise. That could be, like, a close... Oh, fuck, I'm picking a lot of things now. Manchester Orchestra, Dracula's, they were really good because, like, the side things that they did in between songs... Manchester Orchestra. What's that? You did catch those? I did, yeah. Yeah, Okay. I'm uh, sorry, I'm going back to, like... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, for, for, like... There was another song they have called... uh, Well, I'll tell you what it is after I say the whole thing because he's just like... You know what people need to watch? People need to be watching porno. And you know what? You don't need to watch it on VHS. You don't need to watch it on Blu-ray. You only need to watch it on 
Betamax, and they had a song called Betamax, and they went into that song. It was super, like, the energy was really cool, I was too. I know they have a song called VHS that I really They do. Guess. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's, I was like, what the fuck? They have that on there, too. All right. Um, okay, anyways, back to the regrets. Lando Chill, cool rapper. Uh, I also regret missing White Reaper. Uh, on uh, Sunday, I didn't get there early enough. For you didn't that. get there. Yeah, early. I would have loved to have seen him. Yeah, White Reaper and uh, Village People. I missed that one too because I got there just in time for Against Me, uh, and they Village People played right before Against Me. That rocks. Their Village People were, were there. Yeah. So like on Friday they played YMCA at the stadium, and obviously like it's been a while since it played at the stadium because almost the entire crowd, like almost the whole park was into it, including yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's been a while. Uh, two of the members from Village People. It also helps just when you're up 10 to 1. But yeah. <laughs> geeking their shit. Uh, it was the construction worker and <laughs> the cowboy uh, were just losing it when they saw both the mosh pit during Macho Men and then the wall of death uh, during YMCA. <laughs> uh, they would... They, couldn't have had bigger smiles on their face. Well, yeah, it's awesome. Like, <laughs> that's, that's so good. Because uh, as other people point out, like they're not really playing like casinos. Yeah. And stuff. If they're in Milwaukee, they're at Potawatomi. They're right. not playing anywhere else. So like so to see cool to, get them to see that. the crowd size that was there, yeah. uh, which was a decent, pretty <laughs> decent crowd size for that early in the morning, and then to see the crowd participation was. Yeah, that's you, you just knew it made their day. Right. And that's just nice. Yeah. It's, it was super fun. Punk rocks for everybody. Mm. At it's its just, best. Well, it's just like, I always like bringing up this example. I saw Jerry Lee Lewis a couple years ago at Riot Fest, and he had a huge crowd. Oh, uh, here he comes with the <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis story. <laughs> you love this story. Fuck you guys. It was cool. <laughs> I, I understand. Saw, Tell I saw, the story again. But not everyone heard it. I know I told you guys. All right, come on, Grandpa. Fine, sorry. <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, it's a good story. Um, but then all of a sudden, a little uh, circle pit started, and it was like the slowest circle pit because you see people like going like this and shit, <laughs> and, like they're in the circle pit just going around. And Jerry Lee Lewis doesn't know what's going on. He's fucking old as shit. He's barely like looking at the crowd. He's just playing his piano and singing his song. And then when he's done, someone leads him off stage. Like someone let him on stage. <laughs> it was just this is the right stage, Grandpa. Yeah, get out there, <laughs> get out there and play your music. <laughs> I think I think I also at the end of Jerry Lee Lewis, he stood up and kicked his chair back. But he's old as shit, so I'm pretty sure like his handler person was like, was like "Oh no, oh, that's, that's what he Jerry, falls. Jerry, no." <laughs> anyway, sorry, that's um, relevant. Anybody so, publicly biff or fuck up in some way on or off stage where you're still laughing at it today? Uh, I got any like fat guy. Any like fat guys fall over and their shorts fall down and they farted. No, no, oh man! Like <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I wish. So I saw a couple people dropped uh, crowd surfing. Uh, dropped okay. But outside of that, pretty much uh, everyone was able to stay on their own two feet for was a good clean most of the time, except for me during a veil. Uh, learned that I'm old. Yo, if you watch the video, you can see me going to death on that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, uh, I put I have a little video of you jumping in the pit, and nice. I put like right over it's like the jumping Kevin, and it's like <laughs> you just see your head bop up three times, and then it just stops. So but, yeah, no, uh, no fat guy farting. In no, I no. wish falling over and farting cool. with their ass God. exposed, just like uh, King Dave. Which <laughs> Yo, where the fuck am I, bro? Oh my uh, god. R.I.P. Man. That guy was Medicare good. for all. He'd yeah, still be with us. He would. Um, but no, I don't think I have anything where 
some of the biggest crowds I think I've seen at Rive Fest. Uh, it just keeps the, getting bigger. The Slayer show I think was probably the most packed I've seen mm-hmm. the festival, and that also helped that Rise Against was playing right before them, and they turn out for their Chicago bands. So what number uh, was this for you guys? Four or five? This was number seven for me. Holy uh, shit! You've been doing I this for how long? This is number six for me. Jesus like, Christ, yeah. you guys, we're old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so how much has it blown up? Uh, a lot. So much. The, f- the first time I saw uh, it, Iggy Pop was a headliner, and like there wasn't, there was a lot, plenty of people there, but there wasn't that many people there. Between the death now of Warp Tour, and yeah, for like, sure, they're just not being a uh, big punk rock festival. Yeah, like mm-hmm. this that is an outdoor kind of thing. It's kind of just become the hub for. Also, uh, in the Midwest, yeah, because. Well, that's the thing. Every time I talk to somebody, they weren't from Chicago. Like, uh, there was a guy on the YouTube video, his name was Andrew. He was from Kansas City. I think his two friends are from Louisiana. Uh, The Mario Brothers are from Quebec. They're from Quebec, apparently. Not even Italian. (laughs) (laughs) They're from Quebec, the Mario Brothers. And then also, like, on the train ride back, I think Justin and I were talking to someone from Texas. And then another person from... Should have just done the Texas SpongeBob episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, another person from uh, where the fuck were they from? I feel like it was no Midwest, but not Chicago. Either I think Missouri or something. I don't know. But we talked to them. I didn't do a lot of chatting with strangers, yeah. which is strange because usually there's at least like one show where you're just waiting around and you just end up striking up conversation yeah, with yeah. random people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I think I guess there was one sort of biff. That I have, sort of, not really a biff. It was like during Bikini Kill, uh, me and the group that I was with, we were just kind of chilling on the side there, kind of like winding down a little bit. All of a sudden, these two girls that looked younger, they were wearing matching shirts, came out to us like, "Hey guys, we got some edibles. Yo, do you want some?" We're like, "Bro, it's Sunday <laughs> night. <laughs> about to about to I'm have like, fun at nine thirty like, at some, night. I'm like, why don't you like hit us up on Friday?" <laughs> But either way, we said no, and they're like, we're trying. I thought they were like promoting something. And I thought they were going to go around and ask other people around, but then they just like didn't ask anybody else, and then just went away. Oh, they just wanted to be your friends. Maybe they're like I these th- these folks obviously not cops, but honestly, then you turned down yeah. that so maybe you are cops. So See, I don't know that I can talk to anyone around you. <laughs> honestly, the same the, at the same time when they were walking up, Chris Davis, another good friend of the pod, he was next to me. And they were looking at him, and I was like, oh, they're giving him the eyes. I'm like, Chris, yeah, yeah, do that thing. Do the thing. And I'm, like, thinking that they're, like, in love with Chris. I'm like, yeah, do it. And then they're like, drugs? <laughs> do y'all want drugs? <laughs> oh, he wanted, she, they wanted to uh, include his friends. They wanted to yeah. see. Oh, that's fair. I was like, want to see if he was cool so they, they could bang uh, him later. Yeah, he wanted to. Uh, they were wondering if he was a plumber and was going to lay some pipe later. <laughs> uh, lay some fucking pipe. Definitely the way that Chris Davis loves being talked to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's going to be thrilled if he He's hears the kind this. of man. Yeah, he's the kind of dude. <laughs> Definitely up his alley. All right. He does call himself the pipe player. <laughs> <laughs> I I really I want to not say anything to Chris and I want him to see if see if he actually listens to this episode and then hears that part. All right. <laughs> I really hope so too. So after shows, you did hit up an after show. Hit up an after show. He uh, did. You didn't against you didn't do it. me played Oh yeah, uh, you got your waiting to see for. Yeah, as yeah. the Eternal Cowboy and New Wave. I and wanted. I would rather listen. Okay, I love the albums that they played at Ride Fest, but I would rather have had those two albums. Ah, they were so good, and I forget how much I love when a band has their like 
backing tarp with one logo and then they drop that and yeah. then it's like a new yeah. logo that's yeah. behind them. Yep. I fucking love that, that moment that's cool. in a concert. That's a cheap pop for me. Yeah. No, yeah. that's super cool. You can buy me really easy by doing that to me. And they did that going into a new wave. They had the big panther head mm-hmm. behind them and it's been a really long time since I've seen that one and it's such a good fucking it really striking is. image. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool. And you sounds like you got your ass beat at that one. Uh, oh, no. No, I was just, no, just feeling... Like, feeling oh. I, I don't regret going to it. Uh, I loved every single minute of yeah, it. Yeah, that's a late night for you. But getting back to the place we were staying at, at about 2.30 at <coughs> night after <laughs> having been to at the park from, like... We got there from Mass Intruders, so we were there at noon. Yeah. Uh, and I woke up early that day, too, just because that's what my body does uh it it was a good almost 20 hours worth of being awake and on my feet uh don't know if i'm gonna be doing a saturday after show again if i see an after show it's probably gonna have to be a thursday or friday one something towards the beginning of the festival where my legs don't feel like flaming lips played their entire discography (laughs) in one night on saturday only saturday oh no (laughs) You won't go home until 5 a.m. <laughs> Every song. The I, next I just, day. I'm, I'm not even going to the festival at that point. I'm just going to that <laughs> after like, show. <laughs> yeah. um, so, let's... What was I going to... Oh, y'all caught up on sleep yet? No. I, I have fully recovered. <laughs> I was no. afraid of my uh, Monday not being uh, unstressful enough to do my regular uh, decompression, but... Uh, took it easy at work a little bit, and I every every year, no fail, I get sick after Ride Fest. Oh, and the Ride Fest flu. The Ride Fest flu, and it fucking happened again. I had to call in the work on Friday. It was fucking that's a bummer. Dumb as shit. Licking all the fucking stall doors. No weirdo. I will never stop. Hey, it's the only place you're able to have sex discreetly is in the Porter Johns. Yeah. I mean, also with yourself. With yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just banging against, against the walls. Oh, oh, oh God! There's so much going on in here. Oh God! And you walk out, and everyone's like, "Where's the other person?" You're like, "What other person?" <laughs> just <laughs> silently, like, just walk proudly out. I was gonna make you some. You want to give that thirty-five, forty-five? Minutes <laughs> <laughs> Let that dry up a little bit. Oh God! Oh, God, that's so gross. Um, but yeah, no. Every every year, without fail, I get sick. Like I think last year, um, Chris and I both. I think Justin got sick too. Chris Davis and I both got sick, at least, because we had to go see, um, we were going to go see Leon Bridges the next week. Yeah, you, yeah. And I was fucking, I was dying. dying. But I was like, I got tickets to the show, I got to go see him. Because I thought that was funny. Yeah. It was well, good. You got back from Riot Fest. Ooh. Yeah, no, it happens. <laughs> that happens every year without fail. Except like, for this year? No, it's happened this year. What'd you see? This list. Oh, week. sorry. Well, I mean. Oh, no, I meant like. Oh. Jumping right into another oh, concert, right into, no, another just, show. Just us going to Green Bay was hard enough. Yeah. Christ. I don't know. By the way, we were in Green Bay last night. It was fun. That stuff will drop someday. Someday. <laughs> we'll figure it out. It doesn't really need a date. I know, it doesn't need a date. It's, it's like gonna, a freebie. It's going to bonus episode. <laughs> it's like, hey, we didn't get together with anybody, so this is the episode we recorded in case that happens. Yeah. Pretty much. I guess. So I guess we could use so we it. we got, like, guests. And we I was thinking about just doing it out there as a bonus on, like, a Saturday or something. You could also do that. Yeah. Anyways, All right. that is housekeeping. Um, <laughs> num, 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 Airing out our dirty laundry here on Not Exactly Okay, so, so, so new discovery, though. 
Uh, <laughs> Draculas. The Who. Draculas. Oh, and The Who was good, the too. The Who is... Uh, between the who's the like a forty-year-old band? How is that a new? <laughs> <laughs> it's the who. Sorry, it's the Mongolian. Who. It's the who spelled H U. Oh, uh, yeah, they're really cool. They. What are they like? Uh, if you took, uh, uh Rammstein and made them Mongolian. Of, yeah, because uh, <laughs> they. If you throw in like a bunch of like throat singing. Uh, yeah. They did. It's, it's, it's Mongolian throat singing. They did. Yeah, it and was they super did it. cool. They also have a like their front four. Like they have just a regular band behind them, but their front four are all Mongolian native instruments. So you got like the catamaran. One was playing like a flute. Mm. Uh, it, it's just between them and Slayer's Fire, we're almost positive that Rammstein is going to be here. Like as a headliner and sometime that'd be cool uh, because this was like the first time that we ever seen pyrotechnics uh, at Riot Fest I don't know that I've ever seen fire used uh, yep. yeah I, I haven't no that's Slayer was the only one they played early Saturday it looks like they did uh, yeah. on Spotify they've got a whole like three songs four songs uh, and that's basically all they played but each <coughs> song they pretty much jammed on for a good yeah six seven minutes and it 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 looks like i mean even the crew that sets us all up the bookers did uh book them with in mind that they would be an attraction because look at that schedule yeah no, <laughs> nothing going on there. they really wasn't like they really had that time to themselves and mm-hmm. it sounds like they used the most very, of it. very chantable it. name yeah. and the crowd was all about that yeah and it was cool because like all they said was thank you i mean Nice. I wasn't sure yeah. what their English extent was, but yeah. so check out the Who. I am into it. Um, mm-hmm. The one that is HU. Yes. Uh, the Who released a new song. <laughs> it was on my release radar. Oh shit! I did not care out. for it. All right. <laughs> I'll check that out. Um, no, the Who, like the old one. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. Unless Pete Townsend's putting out sleepy time music, it's not exactly uh, a, a group that I'm looking to see. Oh. Let's see what they've uh, put out here recently. Uh, no Parents would be my other one. Oh, No Parents is really good, too. They yeah. fucking rock. First day, we're there. They, they had a lot of fun on the stage. You could tell like it was like their first time doing something like this. Cool. Um, I, I don't want to assume that it was their first right. time doing something like this, but I mean, like it was it was just a lot of fun to watch, and they seemed really excited about, to be there and everything. Nice. All yeah. right. Love it. Um, let's see. So, we got your new discovery. Mm. We got your favorite. We didn't get Fat Man falling over and taking a huge fart in nope. the middle of a crowd. Kind of sad about that. No um, Kevin James Award. Yeah, no I know. Uh, Mall Cop 3's happening. <laughs> oh, no. Y'all see it. Mall Cop 3. We're all going to it. <laughs> Mirror. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, just I enjoyed my time you. there. I'm glad I'm done with it right now. I can't wait for next year. Yeah, it's always uh, a bittersweet uh, thing to end Riot Fest because it's a great three days that always feels a lot longer than three days yeah. and your body definitely feels it over the next 24 hours right. if not longer. But like, yeah, I was going to say like I'm still kind of feeling it. Like right now I'm thinking like, I'm thinking if this was a week ago I'd be like I want to be at home. Just God. <laughs> Any merch purchases? No, I couldn't spend money on things. He's I getting married. A, uh, Bikini Kill shirt that oh. said Riot Fest 2019 on it, and then I learned that it was just the Riot Fest people slapping Riot Fest 2019 on a pre-existing Bikini Kill shirt. Oh. Which, 
bummed me out a little oh. bit to learn that because, well, when they've had reunion bands in the past, they've had a few, like, this is a specific date mm-hmm. shirt that, like, the Misfits had it. The Replacements had one. Yeah. Uh, not oh, yeah. specifically the shirt I had because it was a another black shirt, and at that time, my wardrobe was... Black shirt. I can't find my black shirt among my other black shirts. <laughs> um, I did, I forgot, I did pay, uh, get a pair of sunglasses that Amber hates that I have more sunglasses. Because <laughs> I forgot my sunglasses in my car and it was sunny. I was like, fuck, I gotta go buy some sunglasses. So I bought some Ridefest sunglasses. Oh yeah, I saw them yesterday. They're not neon. So They're I mean, not neon. So, you're on the way up. <laughs> but they're still sunglasses, though. <laughs> I have sunglasses on my keyboard right there. You got two, three sunglasses. Three, yeah, I know. There's probably more. And only one neon there. colored. You're growing up. Uh, no, well, the thing is, <laughs> shut up, Tony. That's it. <laughs> Um, uh, if I have one last band to shout out, it's yeah. uh, Mass Intruder. Is the oh, one yeah. I can see here. They put on a really great show, and uh, hashtag Free Yellow. Free Yellow. Also, they had a hell of a crowd. Dick them sure up, did. dick them up. Close Let's enough. get laid and dick them up. That's how yeah. it sounds right. exactly. No. <laughs> that's but no, Mass only a little. Great show too. But yeah, let's wrap up this episode. Let's do it. Uh... This is now wrapped up. Okay, cool. <laughs> that was our. That <laughs> was Riot Fest 2019. <laughs> that, that's kind of indicative of how uh, the festival goes. It's it's a lot of being excited during it, and then as soon as the last band says thank you and good night, it's a whole bunch of time to go home. Time and to go take like a nap. All right. I'm that's sure it. we'll do this next year yeah. when they announce that. Uh, I can't. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm trying to think of the time I had who's got a 20 year anniversary on it. Yeah, I that's what I was like. I was trying to throw that out. Well, I mean, there. you can also confirm Guar and Andrew WK right now. Oh yeah, if you want to, they're um, always there. Anyways, well, when they make a hologram of Frank Sinatra, oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll circle. Oh, back to Frankie, that. blue eyes, oh. and then call him a racist. <laughs> Anyways, let's get the hell out of here. All right, all right. Um, back to back to normal next week. Back to normal next week. We're gonna be doing Slipknot. Slipknot. Slipknot with our, um, our friends from uh, Nobody's Fault. Nobody's Fault. They're a pretty good band from Milwaukee down here. They've been keeping contact with us. Friends of the pod. Yeah, friends of the pod. Can't wait to meet them. It's gonna be cool. Anyways, that's um, the album you're listening to. So maybe your fans can. Listen to the album. The oh, new the, album. The new, oh, the new album. album. We are not your kind. Yeah, no. sorry. That's a good call. Thanks, Kevin. Welcome. We yeah. are not your kind by Slipknot. Uh, we'll be back in here next week with our friends. You know, I said that already. Anyways, uh, I'm Benny K, and this is uh, Tony. Just tired, Tony. Just tired, Tony. <laughs> Kevin, thank you once again for joining us for this yeah, whole bet. series. I uh, really appreciate the work you've done for he us. He is the man that and is frozen down south. And, yep. he'll, and he'll be back you know, every once in a while. Every once in a while. When the tickets are cheap from Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Bye-bye. I trust.